Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Candid Fitness, a podcast where I share my learnings through personal stories and also invite guests to talk about their stories or share their expertise on all things fitness, which includes physical health, nutrition, workouts, mental health, self-discipline and much more. In this episode, I had a chat with Ajitesh Verma, a regular 9 to 5 corporate guy who looks like he's my age when you look at him doing calisthenics on Instagram, but is actually a decade older. And the best part is he does all of it on a completely plant-based diet. An ethical vegan for about 9 years, he started following a vegan lifestyle purely out of his love for animals and soon realized its health benefits. And guess what? He also shares a secret to longevity and looking so young even at 40 years of age. Lots of interesting perspectives discussed in this episode, so make sure you listen until the end. So put on your earphones and enjoy this candid conversation. Welcome back everyone you are listening to the candid fitness we've got ajitesh verma joining us today most people know him as fit indian vegan which by the way is also his instagram handle ajitesh welcome how are you doing thank you so much for having me i am good i'm great thank you so much so ajitesh i'm curious to know about your interest and passion for being so dedicated and consistent with calisthenics how do you start and what inspired you to continue for so long my calisthenics journey started somewhere around 2017 which is like 3 years back before that i was a typical gym goer who used to enjoy lifting weights kind of powerlifting and all but with powerlifting come you know a lot of problems like you know injuries and all so i got injury in the same position uh, same place uh, like twice in my lower back so i had to pull back and like 2016 was a little bad in that scenario So then, when I resumed my workouts in 2017, I started feeling the pain again, and I knew now the injury is coming back, and I don't want to waste another year. So I had to take a call for what I do next because I really love weight training, and you know the other word for it is resistance training. So I did a little bit of research about uh, what is the next best thing which is closest to the same, which will give me the same kind of a feeling. and then i stumbled upon this whole thing called body weight workout which is also known as calisthenics and i saw these amazing workouts and skills which people do without any gym or or maybe minimal equipment so i thought yeah this is something which i should pick up for it will give me the same high which a weight lifting so yeah so at that point as you are aware i am a vegan so i am also connected with lots of vegan all around the world through social media So somebody uh, got me in touch with uh, this guy who's in Auckland, and he's a he was a calisthenics coach. So we got in touch, started talking, and that is how my calisthenics journey started three years back from zero. Wow, that's pretty amazing because I've seen your videos on Instagram, and you've sort of learned a lot of advanced skill in a very short period of time. Uh, I've also started my journey uh, one and a half two years back. i am still learning like for example i've seen you doing muscle ups i saw a video today where you did six muscle ups which is pretty incredible so how do you manage that uh, given that you've been working in a corporate world for a very long time and i see a lot of people having those very common excuse that you know if you want to ha- learn a- advanced skills you need to dedicate a lot of time right and you've done it within 3 years but you've continued persistently you know it's it's uh, ultimately it all boils down to the famous uh, saying that if you want it bad enough you will somehow pull out 
it can be anything in your life it just it doesn't need to be just the workouts you know if you love dancing if you love painting if you love writing or cooking you will in a day somehow manage to pull out time so that you can do something which you love so ultimately it boils down to that so that is what happened with me you know i have always been more or less i have always been active most of my life so this is something which is like a very integral part of my day if i don't work out like 3 days in a row you can change see the change in my <laughs> mood levels and you know i get very irritated and this and that so i guess there is no secret sauce to it if you love something you get the time out so everybody has 24 hours the best when it comes to workouts uh, my generally i have noticed that my advice to everyone else also is that just finish it in the in the beginning of the day in the morning just finish it and get it done with so that you don't need to keep on worrying that you know i have to go back and i have to work out and you know so that whole pressure of you know finishing your work and then rushing back to your house and then changing and taking care of the responsibilities and this and that and then also finishing work out can become stressful so just finish it in the first thing in the morning and you are done that so that's my routine like that used to work really well for me as well back in the days when uh, i used to work full time early morning if you finish your workout you get that sense of satisfaction that you've done something productive during the day what happens in the evening most of the time either you stretch your work working hours or you have some plans in the evening and then you are tired you don't feel like doing it and then you get that guilt feeling that okay i did not work out today so i can totally relate to that yeah yeah so that's a very good point you know most of us uh, we don't realize but we are stuck in this guilt trap you know want to do something which you love but cannot take out time for it and then you are always persistently guilty 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 you know not happy being happy about it so the best thing is just get up and do it and you know then there's no guilt okay you pretty much work out either in your terrace or inside the house so uh, how does that work out for you were you always doing that like you so you started calisthenics in 2017 so you started off with that or you started uh, working out in some gym and then because of some time crunch you started doing it in your terrace so so that's the beauty of calisthenics all you need is a pull up bar you know otherwise you can everything you can do on floor all the push movements can be done on the floor the leg legs can be done on the floor the only hanging movements that you need to do is for that you have need a bar otherwise you can do anything so uh, when i started it initially there's a kids park in the colony so it has a monkey bar so i used to practice there then i realized in india you know you can't work out outside all through the year it's either too hot or it's raining or it's cold so i thought the best is you know at your home so i work out at home and have a pull up bar on the terrace whenever i need to do the hanging workouts i go upstairs otherwise indoors is cool it saves me a lot of time as well i just wake up freshen up have my morning tea and get going yeah it makes sense and it's convenient also you save a lot of time especially in india there's there's a lot of traffic and gyms are not always close to your house so you end up saving a lot of travel time so you may and money yes exactly <laughs> uh, and you can always utilize that money for uh, coaching uh, i think that's a much better use of coaching buying equipment which will last forever yes correct so you mentioned you uh, got uh, injury in your lower back back in 2016 or early 2017 what were some of the challenges that you faced when you started immediately after the injury uh, it was more of a uh, 
those were more of you know frustrations and mental challenges which you know because the whole insecurity that uh, won't i be does this mean that i will never squat again i will i will never deadlift again what will my body look like in the next 6 months all those insecurities and frustrations because uh, i used to do some kind of rehab and then again try to go and do some workout of the moment i used to start putting heavy weights back on uh, on the bar i used to start getting pain and it was very frustrating it seemed like you know the the whole journey is coming to an end so it was more of a mental thing but as i said uh, the moment i found a, a new direction everything was sorted but uh, yeah it was uh, the, the difference between uh, joining a gym and starting calisthenics is that you know you can even on day one you can go there pull uh, pick up a pair of dumbbells and start doing some curls a guy who's who's been gymming for 10 years will also do some curls the only difference will be the weight and on day one you can also start doing curls but with calisthenics is completely different calisthenics you are basically learning skills and these skills you learn only with a lot of patience right technique and in a span of time so that was the difference it was a great learning it teaches you a lot of patience also so when i started calisthenics it was from zero so it was like being a beginner again so that was also challenging uh, but fun because you know you're learning new so that's so that's what um, never uh, made me miss the gym because learning a skill is is a different high altogether yes exactly i can relate to that because in my personal journey as well it's what drives me because it's hard and you need a lot of patience and consistency but then the drive that you get when you're trying to learn something new like at the moment i'm trying to learn uh, single arm chin-ups uh, i can i can do chin-ups with both my arms but i can't do a single arm chin-up and i constantly keep trying different ways of building that strength sometimes uh, i try uh, archer chin-ups sometimes i try to add some weights and do normal pull-ups with added weights so and i experiment what works with me so that feeling really motivates me but i wanted to understand and i think you partly answered that question in in those initial days there must have been days where you would have felt hopeless and felt that okay what is happening with me i don't have enough strength and there's so much that i want to learn what did you do in those days to uh, motivate yourself so my problem was never strength my problem was uh, mobility and flexibility because so many years of weight training though it gave me some strength it took away all the flexibility and mobility you know knots in the muscle so that was frustrating it still is frustrating because that is something which i struggled with so that was very frustrating that you know my my online coach used to give me some drills to do and i couldn't do them at all and uh, you know at 6 months back uh, i was doing weighted squats and deadlift and now i am not even able to do any free exercises that was the frustrating part but uh, i guess um, the, the only trick is to keep on doing it again so as they say you know, the only, the only secret is consistency calisthenics teaches you a lot of patience because the moment you try to force something you will definitely get injured okay now that you mentioned about injury do you have any uh, tips or anything that people should be mindful of uh, in order to avoid injuries yes i'll be turning 41 next month so with this experience i can tell you when you are younger then everything looks like a piece of cake you know when i remember when i used to be younger uh, maybe 10 years back or something i used to never give a fuck about 
any warm up or anything just use you know do some kind of a basic stretching for like not even 5 minutes just jump into the workouts so, and that is maybe that was one of the reasons that you know the injuries kept on happening so what is more important than your main workout is the warm up the stretching before the workout and the stretching after the workout are very very important so that you can do this for the long run and be injury free all your life i think yoga uh, is a magical thing which our country has given to the world and if i everybody should do yoga some form of yoga it could be basic uh, sun salutations every day what happens you know whatever we do is very high intensity you know so the whole concept of yin and yang you know whatever we do is very high intensity very grueling full of strength workouts and this and that you need to balance it you need to balance it with something which is calm and slow so maybe even if you do like 15 to 20 minutes of sun salutations every day it balances out things it stretches your uh, ligaments joints tendons and everything so uh, in in one line um, focus a lot on before after stretching and warm up and you know uh, nobody talks about mental fitness but doing some kind of daily meditation some kind of a breathing breathing work because everything is connected to your breathing if your breathing is improper while you are doing some kind of an intensive workout then the injuries happen so bre- focusing on the right breathing is also yeah, i think breathing is is one very important point uh, i have seen that especially in uh, movies that are related to martial arts or some mma movies if you don't breathe you become out of breath eventually and then you don't have this you don't have the stamina to push yourself further exactly breathing uh, right breathing and uh, very calm breathing because the mo- it it is not scientifically possible that if your breathing is calm that you are mentally tensed if your breathing is calm you will be uh, in a calm state so it definitely helps in your workouts and everything and uh, i discovered this very late in my life um, i used to wrong uh, breathe wrong i used to and i think this is the case with most of the people who go to the gym because you know there is a certain stance you uh, the, the body posture you uh, put a portrait to the world you know your shoulders high and your chest out and you walk around also like this so it happens that you know uh, you tend to breathe into your chest uh, and that is a problem with a lot of guys a lot of people the right breathing is breathing into your belly you have to fill up your belly your diaphragm and if you're breathing into your chest that is basically you are fueling into your anxiety because uh, when you're faced with a uh, fight or flight situation is when you start breathing into your chest because your heart is pumping more blood to various parts of your body to fight that situation or from run away from that situation so if you're constantly breathing into your chest you are raising your anxiety levels and in long run it helps your uh, fitness so the right way to breathe is in your belly fill up your diaphragm not worrying about ki mera pet aage aa jayega or those things because that will keep you uh, calm and other very important thing is when you breathe take a long deep breath into your belly you are bracing all your core muscles your back muscles lower back muscles and when you are doing that you are you are helping um, you are staying injury free okay you explain that breathing from the belly part really well uh, nobody has explained this to me before so thanks a lot for sharing that because i remember uh, when i was so i'm also one of my goals is also to learn handstands i can see you nailing it nowadays you've been doing 20 30 seconds handstands 
uh, and one of the coaches when i was in toronto explained me that i breathe through my chest and she told me that you need to breathe through your belly uh, and the reason she gave me was because that will help your body stay aligned but you've given me another reason uh, which is more around having that mental toughness and and uh, keeping calm uh, which which makes sense so we we guys in corporate jobs especially we don't realize that most of us even it has nothing to do with fitness most of us breathe wrong and that's why in our you know high pressure jobs deadlines and 24/7 emails and whatsapp messages if you are not breathing correctly you are just fueling your mini anxieties which you get also the day i think uh, they put a lot of emphasis on breathing through your belly in yoga as well yes yes everything is in, in the belly makes a lot of sense now and uh, you mentioned that you've turned 41 i'll be turning 41 next month okay you'll be turning 41 soon uh, but when i look at your workouts and the way you do things you look like 25 or uh, maximum 30 <laughs> so Thanks. what is what is what is the secret there there is no secret it's it's, uh, it's veganism nothing else veganism so uh, yeah it's it um, it might sound like uh, it's uh, it's just a diet but no it's there's a proper science behind it so human beings uh, whatever diseases or problems which human beings face chron i'm talking about chronic diseases like uh, heart diseases or diabetes or hypertension or similar things are uh, are all caused by cholesterol and um, plants have zero cholesterol in them so if you are uh, giving the right fuel to your body your body can do wonderful things before turning vegan which was somewhere around uh, late 2010 i was a regular uh, guy eating everything non veg uh, dairy products anything everything uh, though i have been more or less fit all through my life 2009 2010 i was in the worst shape of my life for some reasons i was overweight and uh, unrecognizable so uh, at that point i resumed my fitness journey as in i th- thought now it's time to do something otherwise i'll you know never recover from this particular state and i happened to choose veganism at that point solely for my ethical and animal rights reasons i was not even aware of any benefit that a, a vegan diet gives i had no study in front of me i was very new to it but it's been uh, and as i said it is not a coincidence that in these 9 years 10 years my health has only improved it has bettered be it my physical composition or the skills which i am learning or generally not being sick uh, and you know not facing any diseases and everything and later in these years i realized that it's not a it was not a coincidence it was the fuel which i was putting in my body it was a plant based diet so that's the answer for you in short so what ages you is animal products Yeah, what clogs your arteries? What fucks up your skin? Is animal products, be it dairy or uh, meat. So when you're not putting that in your body, it helps. You're definitely helping your body. Okay, that's that's interesting. And ju- just to uh, put things in perspective, uh, a bag of chips and Oreos is also vegan, but that doesn't mean it is healthy. Of course. So one shouldn't one shouldn't confuse. Uh, 
vegan burger with a with a healthy meat when i say vegan it means plant based whole foods which essentially means all the the foods which are closest to the natural state less processed yeah, as less processed as possible lots of fruits lots of legumes sprouts beans lentils rice uh, and stuff like nuts and seeds yeah basically stuff like that so when you started migrating to a plant based diet what were some of the initial challenges that you faced i'm sure a lot of us faced those similar yeah, challenges yeah a lot of a lot of challenges so as i said i was uh, i turned uh, vegan around in late 2010 at that time i don't think many people had heard about veganism like they know about veganism today uh, like most of the people know about what is vegan what is veganism because many celebrities have also delved into this so you know generally the people have started absorbing this concept having said that i know vegans who have been vegan for like 20 years or so but uh, yeah so at that point uh, no vegan uh, supplements were available at that point like you know right, right now you have uh, you of vegan plant based milks for example or tofu for example now in delhi and gurgaon there are cafes which give you vegan you know menu also at that time nothing was there the challenge was and also obviously i was like any fitness enthusiast and a gym goer i was obsessed with this whole concept of protein so uh, so i i didn't know what to do when it comes to uh, a vegan diet where will i get my protein from so whatever my limited knowledge or i didn't do any research i just assumed okay now i'm vegan so what will give me protein okay tofu will give me protein and what will give me fiber uh, okay broccoli will give me fiber so so you know i used to make all these random assumptions and used i used to eat all these things uh, it's a it's a very funny episode in my life uh, which i often uh, think about it and laugh during that time there was a uh, one particular month in that year maybe i think it was 2011 where i only ate tofu and broccoli three times a day for a month i just assuming that you know wow i have i have to be uh, i have to make uh, make up for my protein requirements and at one point my body <laughs> gave up and one day i threw up everything which i was eating and i realized i'm doing something wrong and then obviously slowly you read and learn more about all these things and then you realize this whole protein mania is just nothing but a uh, big uh, a myth created by the supplement industries and the meat and dairy industry you don't even need that amount of protein i think one another thing that we miss out is that almost everything that we eat has some amount of protein exactly so yeah. that adds up as well like you mentioned broccoli again broccoli also has some amount of protein in addition to fiber and uh, other micronutrients that we have so typically what what do you eat on a daily basis if if, if you don't mind sharing that yeah no problem so before that i would just for the uh, for the audience i would like to tell that you know uh, most of us assume that first of all protein is the most important thing in our life you know that is not the case uh, also you uh, many your gym trainer might have told you or your friend might have told you that you need you know twice the amount of your body weight or you know 1.5 x of your body weight and stuff like that so this is all uh, come these numbers are co- coming out of air no, nobody knows what they are talking about 
so first of all if somebody suggests you some kind of a number you should always ask them where did you get this figure from because world health organization has made it crystal clear that a adult human being at any stage of life be it pregnancy be it old age be it uh, in the teenagers whenever doesn't need anything more than 0.6 gram per kg of your body weight so and just to keep it safe so that people they cover every individual every kind of individual they said okay you can take this up to 0.8 0.9 grams per kg of your body weight and that is more than sufficient so you don't even need 1 gram per kg of your body weight like if you want to round it off just for your mental satisfaction 1 gram per kg of body weight is good so and that that is the truth for 99% of us we are just uh, fitness enthusiasts who want to stay fit uh, be healthy go to the gym look good we are never going to step on a bodybuilding stage and pose like we you know we get caught up in this whole uh, web of uh, news and information uh, and your trainer will tell you you will lose all your muscle and this and that okay okay even if i lose some muscle how does it matter i am not going to compete in a bodybuilding or a powerlifting i am not going for crossfit international event what are we talking about or why are we worried about and it's not a it's not a short term game even if you lose something try to understand what did you do wrong and then you again gain the muscle back so yeah so i just wanted to tell everybody so that there is clarity about the amount of protein you need uh, in a day i think that's a very important point uh, i usually follow precision nutrition it's a canadian based uh, company and they also suggest that typically for any healthy human being with a sedentary lifestyle it's between 0.8 to 2 gram per year uh, body weight and it also depends on what fitness goals you have but most of the people require 0.8 or 0.9 gram uh, so yeah. excellent point and i think if somebody say 70 kg or 75 kg all they need is 70 to 75 grams of protein which is it's 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 possible to get that from natural sources uh, not very much everyone... possible even if it is not possible then there are so many vegan protein powders available these days it's to 2020 so there is no problem at all and most of the things like as you said so if you are having a balanced diet uh, with lots of uh, lentils and beans and chickpeas or um, sprouts uh, uh, and nuts and seeds and all stuff like that so you can cover it all that's not it's not a problem okay right Do, are you a coffee person or a tea person so i uh, i have this thing of you know getting uh, hooked to things so i used to be a huge coffee, black coffee lover maybe more than 2 years back but i was getting like drinking too much so i quit so now yeah <laughs> so i am like in the mornings or something i i have my black tea okay uh, the question i wanted to ask was uh, how do you manage that without milk because uh, i've tried it few times and it it doesn't taste good so w- w- what alternatives do you suggest what did you try it with which milk did you or you did ju- you just drank like black so i tried coffee with soy milk and yeah. i also tried it with almond milk and it doesn't taste good no you can say first uh, uh, the short answer is uh, our taste buds adapt very quickly it will never give you the uh, i need to develop it yeah it will never give you the same experience of a uh, uh, cows or buffalo's milk 
also there are many many other variants like uh, i have heard coconut milk is damn delicious i have heard cashew milk is now you don't need to go outside and buy these you can make it at home also you just need to throw soak these nuts overnight then throw throw them in the mixer and just churn them and then you know. so it's easy so it's not expensive also again to answer your question um, i became vegan uh, for ethical reasons and animal rights when you take a stance uh, against a certain thing in your life then all these things don't matter then is case ka taste thoda aisa hai is ka taste thoda aisa then i didn't don't bother about those things. so yeah so the, there are two versions of the answers right i think it makes sense it, the reason for somebody turning into a vegan or a plant based diet matters a lot i think so the study the studies have also shown um, i am not uh, by any means saying that you shouldn't become vegan for your health or your environmental reasons but the study says most of the people who uh, choose veganism to be healthier uh, tend to uh, drop off because they treat it as any kind of a diet and the the thing with diets is you can't be on a diet for your whole life and there is also uh, a known fact in the industry that it's hard to get vitamin b12 uh, on a completely plant based diet so is that something uh, you are aware of is there something that do, do you need uh, vitamin b12 supplements so there are two two schools of thoughts here uh, so if i i if i ask you the question that uh, maybe 5 years ago did you hear about b12 no or 6 years ago no we didn't no it is only like in the past 4 years by the suddenly everybody has been talking about b12 so now this is one school of thought right so one school of thought says that the bacteria which makes b12 is present in our gut and uh, that bacteria comes into play if you are a meat eater or a high dairy consumer because of that then that bacteria starts Uh, uh, playing its role in digesting, helping the digestion of that thing and pushing it out of your system as quickly as possible. And if you are not a meat eater, then obviously the the levels of that bacteria in your intestines will be low naturally because you don't need them. So that is one school of thought, right? And the other thing, which is not a school of thought, but is the fact that vitamin B twelve. Uh, if i if i take 10 people and i test them you will realize that no matter if they are vegan or meat eaters they are, are most of them will be uh, vitamin b12 deficient because that uh, b12 is made by the bacteria present in a soil which is unadulterated which is devoid of chemicals and pesticides and stuff like that so earlier everything used to be local you know you eat villages or towns everything used to be in the neighborhood you know you used to get your vegetables and your fruits and everything from nearby so those fruits and vegetables were by default organic or most of the time they were organic because we didn't used to use all these chemicals and pesticides earlier so the b12 used to carry in the uh, come into our system through those fruits and veggies which were locally grown through the soil sometimes this that and we were also you know a lot of very much connected to nature earlier you know doing some kind of work which you we were connected to the soil 
now in this over sensitized world now where, where we live uh, where your fruits and vegetables or whatever might be you know coming from far away or maybe overseas you don't know in that case and and because the soil is full of pesticides and chemicals the beet, the bacteria has died so it's so um, so this assumption that b12 is present in meats and dairy uh, is made because uh, in the western world in india definitely it's not the case because our anyway our meat and dairy industry is so um, it's not as uh, organized as in the western world which is actually a factory farm uh, yeah this is very uh, disorganized industry in india so they are what they do they feed these animals with b12 and which will come to your plate get into your body a simple solution for beetle for anyone is just go and get an over the counter pill which is a simple supplement which is safe for vegans these are there are very many vegan brands also nowadays because most of the time the capsule what do you call that case the capsule case is made out of uh, intestine and also many vegans obviously refuse to consume that simple solution is don't overthink just go to the chemist buy a b12 supplement and okay and if if i ask a chemist specifically i need a vegan supplement they will have that available right if they it should be otherwise the amazon has lots of brands and you can get it okay and uh, uh, just to um, uh, finish that topic so like uh, things like nutritional yeast it is a good source of b12 supplement so for example you can get a box of nutritional yeast it's like you know it's like a powdery kind of thing which doesn't actually it tastes very good you know so if you if you have a bowl of salad or something just sprinkle on it and have it so that will also if you don't want to take supplement that's another okay is yeast considered part of a vegan diet yeah yeah yeast doesn't have a central nervous system it doesn't feel feel any pain right so the de- definition of veganism is that abstaining from any causing any harm to animals in as practical practical way as possible because even even when i am walking i might be stepping on an ant or you know some insect but that doesn't mean that i'll stop walking so the, does that mean you also avoid using any animal products outside of food uh, bait shoes definitely definitely yeah, yeah. Ve- as i said veganism not, is not a diet at all veganism is is an animal liberation movement and uh, yes i abstain from all kinds of animal products in my life uh, be it uh, footwear or any other clothing or products which uh, test on animals or products which have animal products the good part the good part of being vegan and uh, consuming a plant based diet is that you really really fall ill and because when you fall ill you have to unfortunately consume medicines which are again tested on animals so that is the unfortunate part but which you cannot avoid but that's okay because ultimately you the first instinct of any sentient being is to survive and you know for survival you have to do certain things till the time comes when the you know medicines are not tested right so you avoid those products as much as you possibly can yeah of course something that is not that is unavoidable you just can't do anything about it uh, one last question do you know any uh, vegan alternatives for yogurt so as i said you can all also uh, make vegan version of yogurts at home 
there are a few brands now available online as well which are so um there's one particular blog one of uh, one of our fellow vegans her name is namrata she is a very good uh, cook so she runs a vegan blog with with the name of uh, of donkeys and doklas so if you're in if you're interested go on that blog and you'll find some awesome uh, recipes uh, including a vegan yogurt recipe so it's not a problem it's easily you can make it at home okay that's great i'll probably put that in the description as well so that everyone can access that that's great uh, it's very inspiring as well to see someone who's so strongly believes in uh, animal rights and well-being of animals and has made a lifestyle change uh, to be part of the movement and contribute in his own way no, but the, the thing the thing is that you know why uh, just me every one of us Uh, i'm sure even you or any other listener who's listening considers himself to be a good person good human being a decent you wouldn't want to do cause any unnecessary harm to any person it's just that you know uh, what i have managed to do is that i have managed to align my uh, actions to my belief that is the only difference we all believe that uh, you know we shouldn't harm but unknowingly for whatever reason our upbringing uh, the the brainwashing by the industry and so on and so forth or just our inertia we don't uh, align our actions to the beliefs the moment you make that correction anybody can right and i think it's also about being consciously thinking about those things we as humans the way we are uh, our brain also works we tend to ignore a lot of things and we forget yes, really fast yes. so even if we go through a traumatic incident it takes few days for us to forget that right so yeah. we have to consciously think about certain things uh, and really feel it to be able to make those big changes and only only a handful of people uh, are able to do that no no i'm sure anybody can do it if if they consciously start thinking about it yeah that's true great so uh, i think we'll wrap it up now uh, it has been a great conversation certainly a lot of new learnings for me especially the breathwork part that you described and the information you just explained about how do you manage following a completely plant based diet so thank you so much for that you're welcome and uh, wonderful interacting with you ajitesh same here it was a pleasure guys this was amazing such a fruitful conversation if you're interested to learn more about veganism check out the links in show notes and speaking of learnings if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to this podcast and i'll see you in next episode until then take care and be awesome